0: Welcome back to Limitless, the Blind Beginnings podcast.
1: I'm your host, Sean Marcelet. Thanks for joining us again this week. Today, we're talking about humor. So particularly using humor to make people comfortable with our blindness or partial sight. And I'm happy to welcome back to the podcast, Clement and Ishita. Welcome back. Hi, thank you for having us.
0: Hey, Sean, it's great to be back as always.
1: Yeah. In case somebody's listening for the first time, uh, maybe you guys can start by introducing yourselves and uh, your level of vision.
2: Sure. Uh, hi, everyone. My name is Ishita. I am 22, uh, currently a university student, my fourth year. Um, so I have a condition called cone dystrophy, which primarily affects my central field of vision. I can see um, shapes, general colors pretty well, but have issues with seeing finer details.
0: Uh, hi. So my name is Clement and I'm 30. Uh, I have a condition called Nori disease, which um, is genetic and is to do with retinal detachment. So I have no vision at all. And I've been totally blind since birth.
1: So Ishitha, you wrote a blog about humor a few months ago, which sort mm-hmm. of inspired the idea of talking about this today. Can you just talk a little bit about why you wanted to write a blog or how that idea came up sort of, why are we here today? Yeah, for sure. So it was very um,
2: random, the inspiration, a lot of my blog ideas come very randomly to me, but this one was inspired from a conversation I had with my aunt. Um, So for context, um, her daughter, my cousin is also visually impaired and I think they were out um, with her friends um, and they were at like a uh, event for persons with disabilities and they were all just chatting. And my aunt noticed that my cousin and her friends were making a lot of jokes at their own expenses. So they were talking about um, their disability in, in the sense of making jokes about how she couldn't see for my cousin and the other ones, I think one of them had a prosthetic leg and they were talking, making a joke about that. Um, and they were all just having a good time and, and laughing, um, not really at each other, just with each other. And my cousin, my aunt, thought it was really odd. So she's like, you know, do you do this, and why? Like, it feel it felt really uncomfortable for me just watching that. And I don't know why they do that. Like, could we? Could you tell me why? And I said, well, to me, that seems very normal because that's exactly what I would have done in that kind of setting with my friends. Because I do that a lot with my friends. And um, I explained it from my perspective that. Um, A lot of us, I think, as persons with disabilities do use humor to um, make other people comfortable with our disability and just another form to bond with one another if, you know, we all have a shared experience of being, um, you know, living with a disability. So that whole conversation inspired my blog and um, I thought, uh, you know, we talked about maybe making this into a podcast and giving our perspectives of how we've grown up with this and how we choose to use humor as um, whatever tool we choose to use it as and how it relates to our disabilities.
1: Yeah. No, I think it's a really, really good topic. Clement, what What are your thoughts on using humor?
0: Yeah, you know, so I I, I get this a lot as well because um, working with international students and, um, you know, it's just, uh, you and I both come from, uh, eastern backgrounds and our cultures are generally not really receptive to humor like that um which is you know I'm, I'm guessing is probably part of what made your aunt uncomfortable um and you know i i agree though I think humor is something that you know it, it's not not just with disability but it really helps to break the ice and uh, dissolve tension um and you know so i, I think disabled humor is something that you know, I use personally because it really does help people to treat um, your disability like it's just part of you. I I read a quote somewhere that, you know, that said, you know, the best kind of humor is self-deprecating humor. And I I agree to that. I agree to some extent in the sense that if you can make fun of yourself, you know, I think it kind of bleeds into your relationships and, you know, everybody can kind of laugh together. Um, And so I think disability humor is something that really does help in that sense to help people get more used to the disability and realize that, oh, it's not the, you know, it's not the elephant in the room that everybody thinks it is. Um, especially when it's humor used with and toward people who don't have a disability.
1: I definitely have used humor myself and I do feel like it makes people more comfortable. Uh, and I tend to use more humor in the beginning, like sort of as I'm getting to know people. And I feel like I agree with you. Like it's like, it is the elephant in the room. And when you can make a blind joke, it kind of like releases some of that tension, I think. Um, But I, do you think that there's like some humor that's acceptable and some humor that isn't or how do you, you know, kind of figure out what is somebody laughing at you versus laughing with you? Um, and maybe we can kind of go a little deeper into like, who's allowed to make the blind jokes. Uh, can anyone, so I feel like there's a lot of directions I want to go. Um, but maybe we can talk a little bit about, I guess, how we use humor. I kind of said, like, for me, it's like when I first meet somebody or I I have this idea that they're probably uncomfortable with a blind person, especially if they've never met one before and and I'm trying to show them that I'm funny, lighthearted. I'm not like sitting around crying in the corner because I'm blind. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm an interesting person. I have a sense of humor, like notice other things about me. I think I'm trying to direct them to notice other things. Um, how you is know,
0: it for you guys? That that's really interesting because I find I'm almost the opposite. I don't make blind jokes at the beginning because I Precisely because they're they've never maybe never met a blind person or aren't comfortable with blindness, uh, my assumption tends to be the other way that they tend to be you know they probably aren't comfortable with humor and I'm not sure if that's cultural, mm. uh, or if that's just my personal kind of you know m- that's something related to me but I I think I find myself tending to make more blind jokes as I get to know someone better and you know I might I make the type of blind jokes that somebody. I think would find funny kind of as, as I discover their sense of humor, I find my blind jokes tend to change depending on the person I'm talking to, okay. but that's, that's, so that's for myself.
2: Listen, I'm a bit of both. Um, so like, like you mentioned, Sean, when I meet someone initially, I could, well, the way that I sometimes do it is if I do something very embarrassing in the first moment, which I do. Um, and, so, and we talked about this in a podcast a couple of weeks ago, um, I just if I fall or if I walk into a pole, um, I would just crack a joke like, oh, me, what else would we expect from the blind girl? Um, And making it like that, like, just like the other day, um, we were doing a group project. And it was a very visual component where um, we were, it's like assembling a poster. And the person was asking everyone from the group, like, oh, what do you guys think of the color? And then I'm like, oh, I think it's good, but probably not a great idea to ask the blind girl. Um, And because of that, everyone was kind of, avoiding talking to me during the whole session but then I also you know wanted to be part of that um it was a group project I did want to contribute so I think after that I noticed that people were a bit more comfortable with asking questions or me saying something and being more receptive to what I was saying Mm -hmm.
1: um
2: and then I've also done it in the way I disclose so um I in in a lecture hall when I was uh my friend's friend I was meeting them for the first time and we I, I was talking about how I see because she's like oh how do you see? And I said, um, I basically gave like an analogy. I'm like, you know, that coworker that's supposed to be there but never shows up is just very like unreliable. I'm like, yeah, that's my vision basically. Very unreliable. <laughs> you expected them to be there, but they didn't show up. So <laughs> um and you know that made her, it also made her laugh but then I, I noticed that someone else like a few seats down was uh I think unintentionally listening and sort of laughing too so um I've done that and then I also tend to be a bit more I guess open with my blind jokes when I get to know someone and I choose like I may, may not say it to someone like um who you know culturally like like comment was saying who may be older than me and maybe come from a different background who may not I would presume when like, understand or maybe, like, respect it to that degree, Um, I would just probably not say it. I would use a different, like, kind of language around them. Um, But I think, yeah, I've done definitely both, right? Initially, just think maybe I'll give it a try, see what happens. And I'm sure we've all been in situations where it goes well and it doesn't go well. We can get into that later. But Mm. I kind of just base it off of if it feels right in the situation, let me give it a try Um, and we'll see what happens. So I do a bit of both.
1: Yeah. That's really interesting. You mentioned like someone who's older, or I'm also thinking of, I don't know, maybe like parents of blind children who's, who maybe are still kind of getting wrapping their heads around that. The fact that their child's blind might not Mm. be thinking it's so funny or somebody who's newly blind or, you know, whatever, right? Like there, there is, you got to know your audience to some degree. I'm trying to show my witty personality as a more than necessarily make a blind joke, but it is the easiest thing to do is to kind of make the joke at my own expense, um, because I can't use another visual reference around somebody else. Right. So, Mm -hmm. and I love that. Like if you're going to do something embarrassing, which yeah, or, or, or just something blind, (laughs) it's like, make a joke about it. Cause people are probably wondering or questioning anyways.
0: Well, I mean, it's kind of like any other form of comedy, right? Like you'll hear stand-up comedians talk about that all the time is they have to know their crowd. Because if, you're, if your crowd doesn't respond to a certain type of humor, well, it doesn't matter how witty you're going to be. It's If if, if they don't find it funny, they just won't find it funny. Um, like, I, I, don't, I don't know. Like, are we at the point where we're sharing embarrassing in- incidents
1: yet? <laughs> sure, go for it. <laughs>
0: uh, so when I, when I started working with uh, international students uh, at a Japanese company... You know, I kind of I kind of knew that, you know, Asian culture wasn't as susceptible to blind humor. Um, but, you know, I, I wasn't quite as good at reading Japanese people as I have gotten. And so one time we were at a barbecue and we played um, a traditional Japanese summer game called Sikawari, uh, which is kind of like their equivalent to a piñata. Uh, and of course, uh, with a piñata, most people tend to be blindfolded before they're given the stick. and. Um, you know, of course, everybody would say, oh, well, you don't have to be blindfolded because you're going to do it. You know, you're blind anyway. And I was like, no, no. But, you know, if everybody else is, you know, this doesn't change anything for me. So I'll over the blindfold too. And um, and I remember, you know, as they were putting the blindfold on, you know, around me, was just a few of my close friends who kind of already knew me. So i would made the jokes before. And so I was just kind of like, oh, my God, it's so dark. I'm scared. And then <laughs> there was this dead silence all around me that I was like, what just happened? And then you know, all my friends were kind of snickering. They're like, dude, shut up. You're so lame. But you know, a- around me, there's this whole crowd of, I think probably 10 or 12 new students. And they're just standing there like, they're, you know, kind of, I'm mm. guessing they're, they're, they probably had their mouths open. And I was like, did I say something? It was just a joke. Yes, um, yes. And my, and my coworker kind of had to jump in and go, oh yeah, this kind of humor is acceptable in Canada. And I was like, Oh yeah. They've never met a blind person. And so regardless how witty I was, I thought I was being funny, but clearly they weren't, Mm -hmm. you know, they weren't getting it. So
1: Yeah, yeah. I've had that experience when I've been doing presentations sometimes and I'll make a joke, like, I don't know. Are you guys all still here? Like, I'm joking. I know that no one got up and left, but you know, if they're really quiet or I don't know, I'll just say something funny. And yeah, sometimes it just doesn't get a laugh and you're like yeah oh dang yeah and so i think
0: that (laughs) i think reading i think reading your i think reading the crowd you're with is definitely like super important which is what i tend to err on the side of caution i don't make jokes um unless i know somebody's funny or or somebody will find it funny or i like i said earlier i tend to pick my jokes based on what somebody might actually laugh at uh but that 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 incident taught me a lot (laughs) i was just like I I just, I've, I've never heard silence like that before. (laughs) And I was like, okay, maybe I should have waited a little bit before I did that.
1: (laughs) Um, do you have examples of times when it it's worked well for you?
0: Yeah. So for, for myself, um, you know, both at my church and at the martial arts club, I go to a lot of times I tend to be the first one to set things up and the running gag is because i'm totally blind i do everything without turning the lights on mm-hmm. um and i tend to forget of course duh right uh but you know people will walk in and at first it was kind of like oh you've got to turn the lights on." and i'm like well i mean psh, who needs lights you know there was that kind of blind joke that started it and you know so fortunately those you know that, that incident um people found it funny. And so now it's kind of a running gig. It's like, uh, somebody forgot to turn the lights on again, <clears throat> Clement, and you know, and mm-hmm. it's, you know, so that it that's that's one example where it has worked, you know, and it's it's kind of become like a running joke among the crowds that I hang out with because they know that whenever, if, if, if they expect me to go somewhere first and set up, when someone shows up, odds are the lights probably won't be on. So, okay. That seems like an example that would
1: for me, I would be like, okay, that's old, that's gotten old now, guys. Like, do you still do you feel like they need they need to let it go? Or does it is it still fun
0: for you? Like it's 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 fun because they don't say it all the time. And I think that's that's the key to blind humor that really makes it old. Is if the same joke is repeated over over and over and over and over and over again. Then it's like, okay, people, like, you need to make some new material. The same thing is being joked about, but the actual joke itself is different. Like, if they phrase it differently, I tend to be more okay with that, uh, depending on how witty the person is and how witty their comment is. Which is why, you know, like, the, the same blind joke, you know, the things like, oh, you can't see me, huh? you know, like, that gets old really quickly because yeah, there's only so many ways you can say that. Whereas making somebody, making fun of somebody for not turning the lights on, I, I, can, I can find different jokes to make. Um, and so I think the same, for me at least, I would say the same topic isn't necessarily what gets old. It's the same exact joke or the same exact phrase that's used every time that gets old really fast.
2: Yeah, I think that goes for all types of humor. Um, but for sure with me and my friends... Um, I, I have one rule I'm like make the jokes just make sure it's a good one like yeah. if I don't laugh at yeah. it you know um, mm-hmm. I will shame you but also yeah. like you know I just I want to hear something creative I want to hear something that's yeah. like actually going to make me think and like wait, wait a minute what like what did what and then like oh okay that was actually really funny it's like yeah I don't want yeah, yeah. to hear the same thing over and over again it's like you can't see that's not really a joke that's just stating a fact yeah um and like you
0: know like, yeah or it's, or it's like, like when I when you, so you see you later and they're like no you won't <laughs> and I'm like uh, yeah, that's yeah. Not funny anymore. it's
2: like uh, it's like come on be creative like show show like we've known each other for so long it's like I would expect I expect better I'm just I just I go into that like disappointed teacher role it's like uh, yeah it's like, yeah hard. exactly it's like I, I yeah. grade them I'm like, ah, C plus, uh, you can yeah. do better. So <laughs> yeah, like, for sure. I think that's how I approach those kind of situations. I do it a lot with more friends, but, um, for like instances where it goes really well, one that really stands out for me was when I was working, um, and the manager that I was introduced to had a very, very specific reputation of being very tough and like, don't approach them unless you really need to. And like, mm. always be courteous and kind and um always like very on like just focus on work that kind of person I'm like no that's not my style like I'm here for like five weeks or so I want to have a good time so I think I cracked the joke with him and it was very like I don't know because he was delegating tasks very bad time looking back that he did he was delegating tasks and I'm like oh yeah sure sign the blind girl the task to like read the map or something like that and then everyone just stopped and looked at me and then uh looked at him and never thought i was gonna get like chewed out and yelled at but he was just like you know what fair point We'll we'll change it and then ever since then anytime i saw him he made the most like hilarious creative joke. he would like purposely not let me we had like a little um Uh, I feel like a laminator and like you had to cut the little pieces he would make a whole scene of me not going anywhere near it he's like okay 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 we got we got this here all right the blind girls here no like just stuff like that that I could tell he was obviously using as satire and it was very funny to me um Mm. made the whole office at first like oh my god like no one's done this with him before (laughs) um he has a very very specific reputation around um his workplace and it again it could have went really bad but ended up going really good um and then that was like the most i think one of the more recent ones where it was like oh we'll see how that goes but i think my approach is very much like i don't see it like the worst that'll happen is just make it more awkward and it's already awkward so it's like i don't know this person really likes my humor and my personality the but, like we can become friends. Like yeah. I don't see it's it's,
0: it's almost, it's almost like there's nowhere else to go. Right. It's, yeah. you know, it's already, if it's already awkward and it's already at like as worse as bad as it's going to get, you know, the only thing that a joke could do is potentially make it better. Right. Yeah. Mm.
1: Definitely. So do you feel, well, I, I, I feel like it can be overdone Um, and maybe I'm just curious if you guys have that experience, but I, I, I feel like some with in some groups, I maybe started with the blind jokes, but then mm. you know once I feel more comfortable, I kind of don't do so many blind jokes anymore because I know that I'm liked and accepted, and I just it's like not a big deal. The group has accepted me; doesn't really matter that I'm blind. It doesn't come up all the time, um, but there are still individuals, perhaps in the bigger group, who then make all the blind jokes. they're making them at, instead of me making them and like, kind of like what you said, Clement, where I'll be like, um, I I don't know, I'll be telling a story or something with a visual reference and they'll be like, but you didn't, well, how did you do like, you know, just kind of like drawing attention to the blindness. So do you have that experience as well? Or have you had that experience?
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, I I think all of us have kind of been in those groups where it's like 99% of the people really get it or. You know, but there's that always those one or two people who just like they think as soon as you make one blind joke, they're like, oh, I can I can make blind jokes. And, you know, it's, it's like some people just think they're funny, but they're actually not that funny. Uh, I think that's the kind of experience I get a lot is there are people like they'll they'll think they're being really witty because they can come up with a blind joke. And I'll be like, dude, that's nah, mm, no, no. So, yeah, for sure, like, at, at, you know, there's there's been some people at church who will will make that blind joke and I say, oh, good to see you. They'd be like, oh, you're so funny. And, you know, they'll say mm. it every single time. You know, be like, OK, uh, it was funny the first time or not, uh, but or not, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. well, I shouldn't say it was funny, but, you know, I, I can I can let it slide, you know, the first time. Right. Mm. It was like, OK, it's not a joke I find particularly funny, but you know, OK, yeah. in your interest, fine, whatever. But like if I've known you for five years and you keep telling me that every single time I say hi to you. Mm-hmm. No. And it's like it's like it's just that like, and I was saying earlier, you know, there, there's a grading scale, you know. And if you use the same joke too many times, you know, you you start going down to C pluses and C minuses, right? Um, definitely for sure, in the sense that there's sometimes Yeah, there there's a time for blind jokes and a time not to make blind jokes. And people just need to be discerning about that can because
1: we, can we give them some some guidelines, because I feel like just because I make a blind joke in your presence, does that automatically give you permission to start making blind jokes? I don't mean you specifically, you guys, because you. I mean, game. we 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 <laughs> make
0: them regardless of whether yes, you say it's true. okay or not. I know. But,
1: um... <laughs> I think
2: it's it's just very dependent on the person you're with and the people you're with. I think um, social cues pay, play a big role in this. A lot of the times, um, you know, if you're in a formal setting, um, maybe meeting like a bunch of people at once, maybe not, you know, I might make the joke because, and I, I would say I usually make the joke when I already feel things are really awkward. Mm -hmm. Um, I wouldn't just make it when we're talking about something very different and like, it's not even related to me, but I make it about me. Like I wouldn't do that. Right. I think a lot of people that I know wouldn't do that. Um, It's usually something leading up to it where it's like, oh, we make an embarrassing mistake or someone asks you a question about it, or it becomes the the topic that's being talked about. Um, Mm. Then generally is when the joke happens. Mm. Um, And I, I do say like, oh, ask, please feel free to ask questions. I don't always say like upfront, like. Please make jokes with me um, because no. I don't know if they're comfortable <laughs> with it or not. So I think also gauging their if they laugh at it, or if they like uh, make them nervous stuff. Like, ah, is that okay to laugh at? Like, you know, then I wouldn't. Mm. I would say okay. Then it's okay if you don't have to, right? So I just make jokes and I, I think I'm funny. Like I just say something like that and I'm like, it's okay if you don't feel comfortable. Um, like I also will tone it down based on people's reactions around me. Um, mm. And then once we become friends, and that means like we've been friends for a few months, and then. Um, it's still a point of it being awkward where they're kind of maybe over trying to like help me or like um, if someone says something and they get mad and people are staring at me or like, you know, some people get offended on my behalf a lot of the time. And I'm like, then I will be like, just make the jokes, it's fine. Like then it's okay because I want us to move towards a more comfortable place in the friendship. Uh So I think it's very situational based. Um, And I think if when in doubt, ask. Um, I highly doubt the person's going to be like, how dare you ask me that question? If they're comfortable enough cracking blind jokes around you, um, I think, yeah, I think just just go with what feels right to you personally. Hmm. And if the person you're making a joke to, like Clement was saying, like they're making a joke and it gets cold and the person, you know, just kind of reacts like, okay. Or like being kind of politely laughing. Yeah. Um, maybe say like oh you know I I, maybe I feel like that didn't land well do you want me to stop or and then we can
0: have a discussion about it yeah yeah it's a lot of I I would would agree I would agree completely with that in the sense that it it is it is really situational and it depends on you know as you know I I would encourage people who aren't blind to just uh, like assess assess the relationship you have with the person do you joke about everything else well if you joke about everything else chances are blind jokes are probably okay if you know them really well and if they and, and like Ishita said, if if you catch them, you know, kind of, you know, politely laughing instead of actually genuinely laughing, then it's probably a good point to kind of stop yourself and say, oh, okay, uh, maybe I need to stop making that joke. Or maybe they don't find it as funny as I do. You know, like, um, and it, it really depends. Like, so, you know, I, I have I have some friends who have met multiple blind people, but because they also know I... You know, I'm sarcastic. Like one of my friends will, you know, will say he's he he's scared of blind people because we ha- we're always armed and we have attack animals, you know, like that, which I find funny. Um, you know, but not not everybody else may find that kind of humor hilarious. Um, it's just that because the friendship him and I have genuinely revolves around sarcastic jokes and poking fun at each other. Uh, you know, and he pokes fun at me about everything else. The fact that he says he's scared of me being blind because I have a weapon, I don't know. I, I, I find that funny, but not everybody does. And mm-hmm. so I think it is really specific to the situation and to the relationship that you have with the person as to what the guidelines are in terms of what jokes you can make, how often you can make them. You know, I think yeah. those are all, yeah. It's best to go with, feel the relationship. And like Ixta said, you know, social cues are a big deal.
1: It's funny because I think when other people start making the jokes initially, I I actually feel like oh I'm accepted in this group like oh this person well not necessarily accepted but this person is comfortable they're they're so comfortable with my blindness that they're making the joke too. Um, I, I have somebody in mind in my friend group that, yeah, there there's been a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of jokes <laughs> made by this person. And in the beginning, it was kind of like, yeah, that's kind of cool. Like he's not afraid of my disability. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, and then it it just didn't, it didn't really oh. stop. Like it's, uh-huh. it's continued. It, I uh-huh. feel like it's maybe got decreased a little bit recently. Mm -hmm. Maybe he's been listening to the podcast. I don't know, (laughs) but uh, yeah, it's a little bit better, but you know, he didn't seem to notice that I wasn't really laughing. And I think at one point I finally just said, really like, come on. Like, it's sort of like, this is low hanging fruit here, buddy. Like, you know, you can be funnier some other way. I don't always, it doesn't always have to come back to me being blind.
2: I just want to mention like, at least in my experiences, when they've actually, like the jokes have hurt, it's because the person who's saying it has done other stuff in which I'm questioning our friendship. And it's been in contexts where I'm just doing my work or something and um, I'm just focused and they'll make fun of the way that I'm holding my stuff really close to me. Um, And they make a joke about that. And I'm like, well, you know, at that point you're just picking fun at me. And there's a difference between just trying to make a joke to make everyone, including me laugh um, or picking on me and bordering on the line of like, you know, bullying. And and there's been like the blind joke wasn't the thing that necessarily made me uncomfortable. It was the tone. It was um, the fact that they brought attention to me just sitting there and doing something how I normally do. And you're making fun of something like that. So, yeah. and, you know, it, it, there's a lot of usually a lot of deeper problems within the relationship that. Would make me feel like that, not just oh, they made one blind joke that hurt my feelings. Oh my god! Like, um, and sometimes that does happen where it's like, oh, I think that one went a bit too far, maybe, you know. And if it's a friend, I would feel comfortable saying, um, can we talk about that? And then then if they're like, well, no, he said it was fine before, I'd be like, well, you know, I feel like a good friend would (laughs) take the time to listen and be receptive to feedback like that. You know, I would say like if if you are the person who said initially, yes, it's okay to make blind jokes and it was all great, but then it kind of feels like it's changing. Um, I feel like anyone, anyone who cares about you, any friend, any family member, anyone would be like, oh, okay. Um, How do we move forward with this? Or how can we like, should I stop? Do you want me to like change it up? like, I don't know. Like, I feel like anyone, at least me in that situation, all the friends I know would sit down with me and talk about it rather than just let it like, be like well you said it was okay and now it's not I don't understand like yeah I I just feel like anyone would would respond in like that like the first way I was mentioning
0: Mm -hmm.
1: yeah I, I feel like if we know that the person making the joke like genuinely likes and respects us or maybe I should speak for myself but for me if I know that they genuinely like and respect me I, I know it's a joke. I know there's no malice. I know they're not trying to hurt me. You know, it's a lot easier, but yeah, if you, if that's in question, then yeah, then it's like, "Mm, was that supposed to be funny? Was that at my expense? Was that a dig? Like, then you're not, not so sure on how you're supposed to interpret that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I, I would agree with that for sure. Like c- certainty about the relationship definitely helps to discern whether that was actually a joke or whether it was like actually, you know, a dig or, you know, them being frustrated about your inability to do something or whatever else.
1: Yeah. I'm just thinking of some of the kind of no-nos that people think maybe are funny. Like how many fingers am I holding up or, I don't know. Can you guys think of the situation? Who am I? Yeah.
0: <laughs> that's, that's the biggest, I hate that one. Right. Um, how many fingers am I holding up? I don't like that one either, but I can, you know, come back, with, you know, I can come back with something witty. Like, well, I don't know. It's too dark for me to tell, but you know, and some people find that funny uh, mm. and some people get put in their place, which is the intention of that. Um, but yeah, the, who, who, who am I or like people trying to change their voices uh, or like, do you, rec- do you recognize my voice? It's like, uh, no, you know? Yeah, and yeah. I, I think, I think these, I think these no-nos will like probably all depend. I think all three of us have different, have a line for sure. Uh, but yeah, who am I? I think is the biggest one that always kind of gets on my nerves. It's like, dude, I know who you are. I've known you for 10 years. You know, you don't have to ask me that. Right.
1: Uh uh-huh. I, there was somebody in my life who used to pretend he was my husband <laughs> like, come up, put his arm around me and say, Hi, baby, or whatever. <laughs> and, and like, the joke was, Would I think it was my, you know, I don't know. Like, that's crossing a line, I feel like. Well, but,
0: see, yeah. yeah. And, and see, like, some somebody doing that, if, you know, if somebody, you know, doing that exact same gesture and saying the same thing to me, if there wasn't an intention of trying to fool me into thinking there was somebody else, like, I would find that funny. Mm you know, like if one of my guy friends, you know, came up to me and did that to me, I'd be like, oh, okay, that's, that's hilarious. But if they, you know, tried to come up to me and did that because they wanted me to pretend, like believe they were someone else, or if they were trying to see if they can fool me or not. Right. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That I think would be a line where I'd be like, uh, dude, that's not, that's are not funny.
1: Trying to embarrass me. Yeah. Like, yeah.
2: I think for me, I have, my lines are very like physical. I don't like, Clement can attest to this I don't like being touched without at least someone telling me like oh I'm gonna Mm. hug you now or like can I get a hug or like whatever and I've had people hug me from behind or like put their hands over my eyes and you know try to I don't know it's like who am I or like yeah I've done that I don't mind the who am I I guess in general but if you touch me then I'm gonna elbow you in the stomach I'm sorry it's just my natural reaction I got I have fight over flight that's just my reaction Mm -hmm. um so don't be upset if something happens and then also I think It's happened where it's like a power imbalance thing. Mm, mm -hmm. A teacher was trying to be funny and trying to, I think in their eyes, trying to relate to me and, um, because they've seen me do it to my friends, but they kind of take what I've done or my friends have done with me. And it feels very awkward and weird because at this point it's like, well, you're not my friend, you're my teacher, you're my whatever in that situation, um, I don't like it when you ask me like, how many fingers am I holding up? Or like do, and I had a teacher mm-hmm. literally do like an eye exam with me. Um, I don't I, know yeah, what the yeah, intention I, was, but, um, like in front and again, in front of the class, like yes. maybe don't, it was very embarrassing mm-hmm. for me. And even if it was alone, like if it was just me in the class, like it's, there's boundaries that I think any teacher student should, you know, the teacher should recognize. And it's like, absolutely cross oh. it. And like me. Need to speak up and say, well, that made me feel a lot, of very uncomfortable. And I didn't, you know, I didn't like it. Um, so I think me, those were me for sure.
1: Uh, in high school, I had a, a French teacher and he was writing on the board and he just kept writing it bigger and bigger and bigger. And can you see it now? Can you see it now? Can you see it now? And he, and everyone was laughing. Right. But I couldn't yeah. see it because yeah. it was about the contrast. It wasn't about the size yeah. and yeah. he just, completely embarrassed me and probably thought he was being funny but yeah and in
0: high school like yeah yeah when (laughs) when you're a teen and you're already self-conscious enough about your blindness you don't need somebody else to make it more of a deal than it already is for sure funny that yeah um yeah and and you know what it does completely right power imbalance um even if it's so and this is that's this something interesting too is it's not just Power imbalance in this. Oh, it's a teacher and a student, uh, or a pastor and a congregant, or a parent and you know a friend's, you know, you know your child's friend or whatever. But even among two people who just are friends, if you feel like they have a sense of superiority compared to you, that's also a power imbalance. Whereas it's a lot easier for me to take jokes from some people, somebody who. Um, has dem- has demonstrably shown to me that they accept me and they respect me as the person, and you know, they again they they roast me about about everything else. Blindness just happens to be one of those things, um, you know. Like uh, in in my aikido club, there are you know senior students, so who are who are above me. Um, But they respect me as somebody else in the dojo. And so when they make a blind joke, well, they make fun of me for everything else as is. So when they make a blind joke, there is no, I don't feel a power imbalance. Whereas if, even if they weren't uh, a senior student, um, if they were someone lower than me, say, if they had a sense of, if I got a sense of superiority from them and, um, tried to make a blind joke i think there'd be much more of a feeling of an imbalance in terms of the power structure in the relationship for me
2: yeah definitely and like i don't know maybe if i've
0: only met you once and it was like yeah yeah if i've I've only met you once yeah yeah, maybe maybe not maybe soon yeah you know yeah yeah, let let me let me take the lead on the blind jokes thing you know right you know until you get to know me a little bit better
2: yeah, at That's least a, to me, maybe it'll come off as a, like a sense of entitlement. Like, oh, I can. I met you once, now I know you. And it's like, well, no, you don't know me. Yeah. I, no even you. if I say I did make a blind joke once before around you, it's like, yeah. you know, but like if I hadn't, and it was very unprompted, but they're like, oh, yeah. I met
0: you like, once before. And i like, like, you know, maybe not. Right. Maybe let's get to know each other first. And some people have a very defined moment, you know, when it transitions into a point where you can make blind jokes, you know, when you have to say, oh, you know, oh, you, you, it's okay, you can joke about that. Whereas some other people, it might come more naturally in the sense that it just kind of flows into that stage of the relationship without having to have like a marker moment kind of idea.
1: Do you do you guys actually say to people, it's okay, you can joke about it? I don't think I've ever said that to anybody. I just kind of, you know, it's I think it's evident that I'm laughing, I'm cool with it, or I'm not laughing and I'm not cool
0: with it. I don't think I've actually said. I have. Um, I- yeah, you have as well. Yeah, I have. You want to elaborate on that?
2: Sure. I think both of us can all speak to like culturally where if you're so not used to doing this with someone, um, I've had people like from my own culture and other cultures where I think it's just not a common place. I need to spell it out for them sometimes. Like mm. I've, I've, we've known each other for so long and I, I make jokes just naturally. And like, they just don't, not, I don't think it's that they don't find it funny. They just look around and they'll be like, oh, each time they'll ask, can I laugh? Like, it's like, yeah, yeah, you can. Or it's like, I (laughs) I wanted to say something. I actually had a joke, but then I didn't say it. And I'm like, well, it's okay. Just say it. Like, it's not, don't worry about it. And like, I've had to do that with a lot of my friends. Some of them are just like overly kind and great people and they just don't want to do it. And I'm like, no, it's okay. And it's like, Mm -hmm. everything else is like fine because they themselves are very self-deprecating. And I'm like that too. So I'm like, why is that the one thing that's not okay? Like, you know, you know how I am and you know how you are. So it's like, I've had, I've d- have had to spell it out for a lot of people. Um, so I think, I think it does come from a, they just don't want to hurt me and they're just so not used to it with other people. And, and I've had to just say like, don't worry, just let, let it out. If it's so egregious, <laughs> we can talk about it later, mm. but just let's just don't worry. Don't, don't have that in your head that it's like, it's going to offend me. Cause I'm like, really at this point, you should know that nothing offends me unless you're like actively trying to. So Right. I guess those are the moments where I've had to like actually
1: tell them.
0: Yeah, and for me it's the same thing. And it, it that that was exactly what I was going to elaborate on.
1: So I wonder if I don't, I, mean, I feel like if somebody was listening to this and and they're not uh they don't have somebody blind in their life and you know this is like a brand new idea to them. <laughs> what would their takeaway be? Cuz it seems I guess I guess some things that are standing out for me are like know your know your person you know like like look at the individual are they somebody who jokes around like are, what do you what's your sense would they be comfortable are they comfortable with their blindness uh because if they're not if they're still adjusting then it's probably not funny at all um i don't know other things other thoughts that you guys think somebody should maybe keep in mind i think one big thing is also that we're not all the same I think this mm-hmm. is
2: echoed just throughout all everything we do at, at Blind Beginnings but yeah. um a lot of topics to talk about we are not the same people you know even if two people have the same eye condition everyone's experiences are so different humor is so individualized and like you know in a way it's universal because we can all laugh at some things and we all love to laugh yeah. we all it's a great bonding tool for us to work with and make new friends with like my cousin, like I was talking about earlier. um, I feel kind of responsible for the whole thing, but I told her how, when, you know, when she was um, uh, going through a lot of changes with their eyes and I was like, I use blind jokes all the time with my friends because she was having a little bit of a difficult time with her friends adjusting. I'm like, maybe give it a try. And she did uh-huh. all the time. And I'm I, I think I'm getting blamed for that a lot in, in her bed. <laughs> um, so you know, I'm like it, for us, it can work um really well. But again, some people because of the stage that they're in their life or with their with their blindness or mm-hmm. maybe just their personality, um, it won't work. So definitely don't walk away from this conversation thinking like, oh, now I can make blind jokes with all my blind friends. Yeah. Uh, or any person I meet. Like, it's that's not the case. I would want mm-hmm. I would encourage you to like like Sean said, know the person. Um, we all have different experiences. Maybe even just have the discussion with them if you were yep. really uncomfortable and like just be upfront and say, you know, we have talked about this before. Or you've mentioned this before. Like, I just wanted to like, you know, talk about it with you, and like, yeah. hopefully, it's a great conversation. You guys can like figure stuff out that way. But yeah, definitely, we are not all the same, and everyone's uh, reaction or uh, just sort of the way that they go about it will be different. So please just keep that in mind as well.
0: Mm. Yep, all, all of that. Um, know your person, and I, I I would I would encourage people to ask this question as well. You know, if if you do, uh, if you don't know a blind person yet, and eventually you make friends with one you know, and you start asking questions like that, I said, the the biggest question that I would ask is, are the blind jokes, the only kind of humor you share with that person? Because if they are, Mm. you may need to evaluate your friendship again. Um, You know, whereas if, you know, and no, no hard numbers, of course, but just a theoretical kind of, you know, way to look at it is if, you know, if, if 70% of your humor is other things and 30% of it is blind jokes, you know, Again, know your person, but that's probably a much better equivalent than 70% blind jokes and 30% everything else.
1: Oh, that's such a good point, Clement. Because yeah, I'm thinking of this friend of mine and you know, in the beginning, he never talked to me about anything else, but any reference to me was a blind joke. So it's like, okay, you're not seeing beyond my blindness Uh here, right? Uh Like, yes, it's funny. Maybe some of what you're saying is funny, but I'm a whole person. Like there's a lot of other things Mm -hmm. you could- make jokes about me about.
0: <laughs> yeah. And and I think that, I think it comes up back to that balance, right? Of, you know, you don't want to focus on the blind stuff overly much, but you also don't want to get to a point where like, you're so scared to talk about anything blindness related that you feel like you're walking on eggshells.
2: Yeah. It's a tricky thing. And I also do want to mention to the blind listeners out there, like don't feel obligated to do this. <laughs> like right. it's something that I do just to make people feel a bit more comfortable with me. I use it as an education tool. I use it for like a lot of different things. Um, But, you know, if someone around you is making jokes at your expense and you never said it was okay, um, but you're just going along with it because you're like, well, it's making everyone else laugh. And I've been in situations like that. um, Mm -hmm. I would definitely, it's hard to speak up, but, you know, I would say please do because nothing is worth making you feel uncomfortable and like not, you know, uncomfortable in your own skin and someone kind of just doing that for you. Um, mm-hmm. I think once you become comfortable, it's a journey for sure. Once you become comfortable with your own blindness and, um, you know, you're just living your life and you're like a lot more confident in yourself and you want to try it out with friends, um, go for it. I've I've learned, I think a lot, like, I speak for everyone here. We've had a lot of great experiences with it, great conversations, good friendships yep. out of it, but don't feel mm-hmm. obligated to. And definitely if someone's doing it at your expense, please, you know, speak up because that's not, okay. And, and yep. let them know what your boundaries are. Yep. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah. I think if you aren't ready to, if you don't feel comfortable making blind jokes, definitely don't because it does open the door when you start mm-hmm. making them, it opens the door for others to start making them. And if it's not even, I don't know, I, I do think you have to be really comfortable with your blindness to make the jokes or, def, you know, or, I don't know, maybe you don't, but I think that people are going to assume that you are, and then maybe assume that you're open to hearing blind jokes as well. Mm -hmm.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Thanks you guys. This has been very interesting. Um, yeah, I feel like I needed, if I had a witty blind joke, I would make it right now, but I don't, (laughs) uh, but thank you. Thanks for joining me and thanks for bringing this topic up. This has been a good one. No problem. Thank you. You've been listening to Limitless, the Blind Beginnings podcast. If you have a question, a comment, a future topic request, please send us an email to limitless at Please share our podcast, like, subscribe, leave us a rating, and join us next time.
0: This podcast has been brought to you by Blind Beginnings, an organization based in Vancouver, Canada, that supports children and youth who are blind or partially sighted along with their families.